Well, amen. Nothing more beautiful than those seven notes when it's being lifted up for the glory of God. Amen. No, nothing sounds sweeter. Nothing sounds better. And nothing to me sounds more holy than the song of the soul set free. Amen. Man, what a, what a thing. I could sit and listen to that all night long. I want to thank you for praying for us, church. Uh, I just shared with a couple of guys earlier. It's, it's just been amazing what God's done in the last few months. Uh, if you'd have told me some of I'd going to see some of the things I'd seen, I'd have said, you're crazy. I would, no way. But God's answered prayer. Uh, we were, I was out in Phoenix uh, about a month ago, and uh, we had four adults saved in a meeting out there and some kids. And the church, I mean, they took off. The preacher calls me regularly now, and he says, Brother, you wouldn't believe it. You wouldn't believe it. Is that meeting, God did so much in that meeting, he's still doing. And Amen. Just a blessing. God's not dead, folks. Amen. amen. But, you know, you talk to folks about, the, well, you know, this is the 2000s, and this is 2020, and so what? Yeah. Amen. You know what? It was 1990 one time, too, and they all said, you know, this is the 90s, right? Yeah, well, here we are now, 30 years later, and God's still God. Amen. He still does what he's always done, and he still answers prayer. Amen. Uh, we have seen a move of God. Amen. Like, I believe the Lord is really trying to make a, one last sweep before he takes us out of this place, right? Amen. We're not too far from leaving, so get ready. Amen. Take your Bible and go to the book of Philippians tonight. I'll tell you what Elizabeth Taylor told her ninth husband. I won't keep you long. Amen. Famous last words, right? Of course, some of these young folks saying, who's Elizabeth Taylor, right? <laughs> amen. Just good to be with family and see friends and amen. Philippians chapter 1. Give you another little bit to get there. Amen. Bible says in verse 1, Paul and Timotheus, the servants of Jesus Christ, to all the saints in Christ Jesus, which are at Philippi, with the bishops and deacons, grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine for you all, making request with joy for your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now, of being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Even as it is meet for me to think this of you all, because I have you in my heart, inasmuch as both in my bonds and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel, ye all are partakers of my grace. For God is my record, how greatly I long after you all in the bowels of Jesus Christ. And this I pray that your love may abound yet more and more in knowledge and in all judgment, that you may approve things that are excellent, that you may be sincere and without offense till the day of Christ, being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are by Jesus Christ, under the glory and praise of God. But I would you should understand, brethren, that the things which have happened unto me have fallen out rather under the furtherance of the gospel, so that my bonds in Christ are manifest in all the palace and in all other places." And many of the brethren in the Lord, waxing confident by my bonds, are much more bold to speak the word without fear. 
And some indeed preach Christ even of envy and of strife, and some also of goodwill. The one preached Christ of contention, not sincerely, supposing to add affliction to my bonds, but the other of love, knowing that I am set for the defense of the gospel. What then, notwithstanding every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is preached, and I therein do rejoice, yea, and will rejoice. Let's pray. Father, we love you. Thank you so much, God, for being our God. And Lord, for thinking on us and saving us. And, and God, uh, putting a purpose in our life like we never knew existed before until you saved us. And Lord, God, giving us a life that's worth living. And Lord, giving us a life that's full of joy. Giving us a life, Lord, that's full, God, of uh, things to do for you. And Lord, every turn, God, you bless what we put our hand to because it's for you. And Lord, you bless your word most of all. And thank you for the word tonight. Help us now. I pray, Lord, you fill the vessel best I know, I know how I give it to you. Uh, God, once again, ask you to fill it to overflowing. And please allow the overflow to speak to the needs of each heart here. And we'll thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. This is one of those chapters where I just keep getting notes and I, I need more Bible to write the notes in. But, well, I just can't do that. So I'm, amen. But uh, I, this, uh, I got a message I'll preach out of here probably during the mission week. But out, out of like verse 17 down in there. But what I want to look at tonight is right there in verse 5. Uh, no, sorry. It is not verse 5. It is verse 7. Uh, it talks about, uh, even as meet for me to think this of you all, because I have you in my heart, inasmuch as both in my bonds and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel. That's what I want to talk about tonight. It's a confirmation of the gospel. Man, the gospel, when the gospel takes effect, amen, it works effectually, right? And it begins to do things in us, amen? And what we got there, amen, is we got a testimony. We got God doing something in us. What did Paul say? He said, being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it, not might perform it, but will perform it till the day of Jesus Christ. So God's going to do a work in you till the day you go out of here. Amen. Brother Tom, I mean, white hair don't slow it down, does it? It still keeps going, don't it? God still keeps doing what God's always done. And the gospel still keeps working what it's always worked. Amen. And you get saved. And the first thing you find out, you go and tell somebody about it. Right. Well, you know what's going to happen. Right. Especially those folks that knew you. And if you came up like I did, I was a rascal. Amen. There's no two ways about it. You know, uh, Brother Homer Smith, you say I had a lot of meanness. Amen. I was a rascal. I was a little devil. Amen. But I'll tell you what happened. Folks watched me for years. Amen. They watched me for years. When I first got saved, I started preaching to all my family, telling them about Jesus. And the whole crowd just about said, well, you know, he's just off on another trip. He'll come down. Yeah. It's been 42 years. and I'm getting closer up than I've ever been. Amen. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, I ain't coming back down. If you're looking for me to come down too late, amen, I'm not. It won't happen. Amen. They might put this thing down in the ground, but the real me's going up. Amen. Before they ever put it in the ground. Amen. And he said there the confirmation. Hey, I'm telling you, if you got what you say you got, something ought to show. Amen. Somebody I'll be able to look at you and say, man, there is something about you. Amen. You are not the same. I'll still never forget going back to work after the Air Force had confined me to quarters all those months. Amen. And I went back to work. And as I walked in the shop, I had gotten my hair cut. I was a wild man. I mean, amen, I've told the story many times. But, you know, red afro, big red muzz on my face. I mean, uh, I, I did not look like an Air Force sergeant. Amen. I, I look more like, uh, you know, amen, the hippies. Amen. Because uh, that was my days. And that's what I was. Amen. And, and I'll tell you what happened. 
I got saved and the Holy Ghost started doing a work in my heart. And the first thing happened, amen, nobody had to tell me I had to do it. And it wasn't because I was wearing Air Force uniform. It's because God got a hold of my heart. And Monday morning, 6 o'clock, there was a barber open outside the front gate. And that's where I went to get my hair cut so I could be to work on time. I got my hair cut, got the beard shaved off. I showed up for work and I'll never forget it, man. They looked at me and said, what happened to you? Amen. Hey, I'm telling you right now, the gospel is going to do something in you that somebody else is going to see. Amen. amen. And they're going to want it, amen, if they don't have it. And they're going to wonder about it, amen, if they don't have it. Amen. Because it's different. It's sure enough different. Amen. And by the, what's it say over there in 2 Corinthians 5, 17? Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things become new. And I remember the night when things became new. Amen. I mean, I, I, I still, it's like, wow, Lord, is, is this really me? <laughs> Amen. I mean, I see the Lord do things. I said, God, I, I, how, how in the world do I get this privilege? I mean, how, Lord, I, all I did was say I will. Amen. I said yes to the Lord and the Lord took me at my word and here we are. Amen. 42 years later. And I'm still saying yes. Why? Because I want more. Hey, yesterday's blessing ain't enough for today. Amen. It's a good thing to, to have in, in the anchor. It's a good thing to look back and be anchored on yesterday's blessing. Amen. It's good when you can look back your track and say, man, look what God did right there. You ever get to wondering, you know, sometimes you've been in this thing a while. Amen. You know, you wander around the world. You got to work in the world. You got to shop in the world. You got to go out in the world. And then you come back in church and, you know, you ever get to the point where it seems like things got kind of get mundane, you know, and then you wonder. Man, was, is, is this thing real to me still? I mean, Lord, did it really? I mean, all these years, has it done anything in me? I mean, you know, because why? Because the flesh still jumps up, don't it? The flesh has still got a mind of its own. Amen. And, and it's still there. It's still alive. It ain't died. I mean, you know, it's, judicially it's dead. But I'm telling you what, I have to shave it every morning. Amen. Or every other morning, whichever. <laughs> Amen. My wife gets on me if I don't shave it too often. You know what I mean? But here, what I'm trying to tell you, amen, is this. You look back and you see where God did something. I've had times I said, Lord, did, is this book still doing anything in me? I mean, I, I still get excited when I read it. Amen. I mean, after 42 years, man, I'm still finding new stuff. Amen. I don't know how that is, man. Hey, try that with a Sears and Roebuck catalog. Well, they don't have Sears and Roebuck anymore either or a catalog. You know, try that with some worldly book. Try that with some novel. Man, you read a novel through once and try it a second time. It's like, I already, I already read this part. You know, I know what he's going to do right here. But man, you read that book through and through and through and through and through and through. And every day, man, there's something new. And it's like, wow, I never saw that before. I've read that verse 150 times at least. And I never saw that before. And man, that book's real. It's alive. But sometimes you get used to you get used to the goodness of God. You ever do that? And then there you are, and you're going, oh, me. Uh, is, is it really doing me any good anymore? And the Lord says, hey, look right back there. You know, if that little circumstance you just went through, Paul talks about going through some circumstances in that chapter. If that little circumstance you just went through right there would have happened even five years ago, would you have reacted the same way? I don't think I would have, Lord. I'm telling you, I, ha I had one here not long ago. Listen, I came up fighting. I had one not long ago where I was dealing with somebody uh, very close to me. And Brother Mike, I got mad enough. I was ready. I was ready. I mean, 
I told him, I said, we had animals back on the farm. I, I, I'm not allowed to call you that because it's not politically correct. Amen. But we had animals back on the farm with big old long nose and big ears. And you know what we did to them when they got as stubborn as you? We put one of them right smack right there and set them right on their haunches. See, you can do that. I've seen it done more than once. You hit them just right, man, they'll go down. And I'll watch that. You watch that old animal sit there and go, you know. Sometimes there's some people need shook up like that. But you can't do it. You got to be nice. <laughs> right? Amen. I'm telling you the truth. And you say, well, the Lord said, you know, if that would have been just a few years ago, you probably would have hit them. <laughs> Amen. Thanks be to God, man. There's growth. There's something in you. That gospel's in there confirming to you. Hey, man, you're not just sitting there like a bump on a log. You're not just sitting there doing nothing. You're not just sitting there and it's having none effect. That book is working in you and God's going to work in you till the day you die. If you'll let him. Let him work. Amen. For it's God which worketh in you both to will and do of his good pleasure. He said in Philippians 2, I think. Verse 13. There it is, the confirmation of the gospel. You know, I got thinking about it. Who else knows you got what you got? Amen. Man, I'll never forget when my dad found out what I got. And I didn't know what he was going through. I didn't know all he went through. But I know this. He's sitting on the porch with his uncle. They're sitting there side by side. Like this, my mom told me the story. And his uncle, my great uncle, looks at him and says, I hear Cliff got religion. My dad said, no, no, Cliff didn't get no religion. He said, why do you say that? He says, because religion don't do what he got. And I ain't sure what it is, but I aim to find out. And he did. Amen. Amen. He found out. And what a blessing, man. Amen. When it's just more than just you talking. You know, sometimes you, hey, you might have somebody here, you preach to them for 40 years. Amen. They still ain't saved. I had one just this year, 42 years. After 42 years, Brother Mike, a witnessing to him, he finally got saved. Amen. Amen. You think sometimes, man, all my preaching, all my witnessing, it ain't doing no good. Hey, wait a minute. Is the confirmation of the gospel in you? Is there something in there that says, man, I'm saved, 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 man? Just last week, man, I was down in a meeting down in Alabama. I preached. I started off with Brother Charlie Andrews. Him and I preaching for another fellow, young fellow. Amen. And I was preaching again Wednesday night. I mean, man, it got so good. Brother, for the first time in many years, I got up and ran. Amen. <laughs> and I, my wife gets scared when I do that because, you know, they tell me all this stuff about my heart and all this stuff. You know how it is when you get older and you got all the, you know, Brother Tom knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, amen. And, of course, she kind of goes, and I didn't even think about it. I mean, it's just like the old days. I didn't think about it. I got so full, man. I was so happy. I was, man, just so excited. I just jumped up and took off. Amen. Shouting all the way, shouting all the way back. I didn't go very far. I used to go all the way around the building. I just kind of went over there and back. But, you know, <laughs> I'm getting a little older. But there I was, man. What are you trying to say? Hey, listen, it ain't all about even the shout. It ain't about all the excitement. But it's about the confirmation of the gospel. Is it still doing something in here? Is it still making that thing real to you? Is it still, amen, is it still when you get hey, something you've been praying for and you see God do it? Amen. Does that excite you? It sure ought. If there's any gospel in there, it will. 
If there's any Bible still in there, if there's God working in there, you've got, you can't help yourself. Amen. I don't know what you do. I remember I was in a church in Pennsylvania for a few years and we had an old boy over there. He didn't shout. He didn't get excited. He didn't jump up and run around. He didn't do none of that. But man, he sat there and he'd go. I mean, he went to a wrestling match with his boy wrestling. We called it wrestling over there. He'd go to this wrestling match. And this boy, I mean, this, his boy's getting tied up in knots. And, and, and we're all over there going, get him, get him, jump him, punch him, do something. He's getting you, man. Get up. You know, his dad just sitting there going. <laughs> he didn't get excited. But when God started moving, man, he'd grin. You could almost see the grin in the back of his head. Amen. There ought to be something in there that you know the gospel's working, that that Bible's working in you. Amen. That lights your fire. Amen. And I'll say this. If that don't light your fire, your wood's wet. You need a good dose of Holy Ghost gasoline on the wood. Amen. But that gospel, that confirmation. He says this. That's, you know, he starts out with the fellowship in the gospel. There's the worship. What did we come together for tonight? What did we do? We sang songs. I was praying, but I was listening too. Man, what a song. I love them songs. And, and I'm with you. Brother Adam, was that you said you could listen to them songs all year round? I mean, brother, I'm with you. Why? Because most of them Christmas songs are actually second coming songs. Amen. And man, they tell me Jesus is soon coming, right? Amen. And then them young people get up here and sing like that. You, y'all realize what you got here? Man, young, young people, I know what you got. These folks been around. They know what you got. Don't, don't let go of it. Man, live for God all the days of your life. You'll never regret it. You'll never regret it. And to hear that, those voices blend like that, man, there's nothing better. Amen. You know, there was a day when I never would have heard stuff like that. And surely wouldn't have sung stuff like that. I couldn't have sung that good anyway, but you know what I mean. The confirmation of the gospel, then you got the, you got the fellowship of the gospel, the confirmation of the gospel. There's the warfare. And then he says this, the defense of the gospel there in that same verse. There's your warfare. But that confirmation of the gospel is your walk. Amen. It's your walk. And then down later, verse 12, he talks about the furtherance of the gospel. There's your work. What do we got? We're supposed to use the, the amen and, and let, not use, but let that gospel work in us. Let God work in us. Take your Bible, go over uh, one chapter. I believe it's Philippians 2.13. Yeah. Philippians 2.13. Get verse 12, I guess, get a little context. Wherefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. What's God want out of you? You know, I was thinking about it sitting there listening as things were going on. You know, I, I get to do one of my two favorite things tonight. Say, so what's that? Preach. You want to know what my other one is? Listen to preaching. My two favorite things, man. What a blessing. I'm doing tonight what God created me for. Amen. And when he saved me, he put the desire in my heart. Amen. It started to work in me. And as he worked, he began to open doors. And I just began to open my mouth. My, my first pastor came to me and said, I believe God's called you to preach. I said, no, not me. 
Yeah, you. I said, no, it can't be me. He said, yeah, you. And I said, well, why are you saying that? He said, well, look at you. Everywhere you go, God opens a door and you open your mouth. I said, well, ain't that what everybody's supposed to do? I just figured that's what every Christian did. He said, yeah, but you're different. I said, okay, I guess I'm different. Well, I went to North, got transferred to, from North Carolina to Las Vegas, and that's when I found out, yeah, there was something about called to call to preach. That's where God called me to preach from, amen? What God began to work in me, amen, with that thing about that confirmation, amen. And so it began to speak to others. It began, I began to watch God do things in my life because of that. And it began to further the gospel. And I'll get into that more later on. But uh, that thing about the furtherance of the gospel, man, it's really cool when you get to see the gospel go out somewhere else. Just this last couple weeks, I've had people walk up to me and thank me once again, Brother Tom. Say, thank me. I said, what did I do? Said, well, you know, you, you witnessed to me way back yonder, and, and I got saved, and I just want you to know I'm still living for Jesus, you know. What a blessing. What a blessing. We're dealing with that confirmation. One of the things you know that confirmation is there is because you're given to the love of the brethren. Look at verse 5. Your fellowship in the gospel. Amen. Here we are, fellowshipping. You know what? Loving on each other, man. Hugging on each other. Shaking hands. Greeting each other. Amen. With, with a smile. and that, You know. Amen. And it don't matter what goes on out there. Listen, this world's always been messed up. Yeah. Amen. Amen. This go governments have always been messed up. It don't matter. Amen. Don't matter who's in charge. So what? Oh, you hear a lot. Oh, I live in these times. You're some folk, man. You think God died. God's still alive. In the wickedest of times. Hey, listen, man, what was the Inquisition? That wasn't a real cakewalk, you know what I mean? Hey, what was the Dark Ages? That wasn't a walk in the park. Amen. Yet people lived through it, didn't they? Because we're still here because they lived through it. Hey, who's going to be affected, amen, because we live through this? Say, well, the church is getting ready to take off. Yeah, but you know what's going to happen? I was just in a church just last Sunday morning, and, and, and the uh, uh, preacher's dad wrote a little book. And it's about what to do if you're left behind. And they're going to put it in a, in a box in the back with glass, put a hammer next to it, break the glass, and take the book. Amen. And it's all in there about what to do if you're left behind, right? Amen. Hey, listen, man, there ought to be something. Ought to be something when we leave, whether we leave to go home or whether we leave to go home, there ought to be something there, somebody, amen, touches somebody, amen, that says, hey, how is it with you? You got what he's got. You got what she's got. Amen. But you give the love to brethren. And you know, like some folks, I don't like you. You don't have to like me. You got to love me. Amen. <laughs> Amen. That's different. What did Jesus say there in John 13, 35? By this shall all men know that you're my disciples if you have love one to another. And that's, that's a whole nother kind of love. Peter called it an unfeigned love. It's not fake. Amen. It ain't hard. I love you. Give me my knife. I'm going to stick you in the back, you rascal. No. No, man. You, I mean, loving each other. What a joy it was, man, as I sitting here and, and walking back and forth and people started coming in, you know, and, and to see their faces. Amen. People you know, people you love, people you get along with, amen, no matter what's happening, right? Amen. Given to love the brethren, the confirmation of the gospel. If you got trouble with that, I'd check up on it. Amen. And secondly, 
Another thing that will confirm that gospel is to be guided by the laws of God. To be guided by the laws of God. There in verse 9. And this I pray your love may abound yet more and more in knowledge and in all judgment that you may approve things that are excellent. How are you going to prove them? It's going to have to be you're going to prove them by the approving standard here. You know, it ain't what the Baptist teaches. I know some Baptists that are all fouled up. Amen. Amen. What's God have to say about it? Amen. What's God have to say about it? Guided by the laws of God. The Bible says the steps of good man are ordered by the Lord and he delighteth in his way. You've heard that phrase, happy camper. I'm not a happy camper. I'm a happy liver. Amen. I'm living, man. I'm having the time of my life. I have now for 42 years, and it just gets better. Amen. I mean, I figured I'd get old and decrepit and, 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 you know, wouldn't be able to do much. And, man, I'm telling you, God is blessed. I mean, a couple times I've been down here and there. But, hey, listen, man, God always picks me back up, right? What a blessing to be able to get back up, get back to church, get back out there and witness to somebody. Amen. Guided by the laws of God. And thirdly, you grow to learn to make the right decisions in life. You ever see somebody, you know, they just, it seems like they get beat from pillar to post and they bounce off this rock and that rock and into that wall and that fence and fall down here and fall down there. I mean, I wonder. I really do. I wonder. Because, man, I'm going to tell you. I mean, I understand there's some folks that go through it. But you know what I've noticed, Brother Mike? Those folks that go through it, that got that confirmation, they go through it with grace. Amen. They just got a grace about them, Brother Tom. When, they, when, when they're going through that stuff, there's, you see the grace of God in them. You see the grace of God in what they're going through. And you see the hand of God on them while they go through it. And they're not, oh, you wouldn't believe me. I, I, I'm doing, preach, you got to pray for me. No, man. I mean, they're just, God's good. Amen. Yeah, so I got this or I got that, but God's good. God's still God, Amen. Got the grace of God on their life. Folks say, man, I'm saved, and they never get any victory. Really? My Bible says, thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory. Through our Lord Jesus Christ. See? And, I mean, I like, Dr. Eastep used to put it this way. I remember him saying it many times. It's like that game whack-a-mole. You know, whack it here and it goes, it's putting the, you put the flesh down. You know, flesh jumps up over here, whack it over there. And then you whack, 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 all over the place, right? But you're still whacking. Amen. Still getting one down, still getting one down over here, getting one down over there. Amen. Listen, man, if you ain't got a battle with this flesh, then you're in it. You'll get that. Read Romans 6, 7 and 8. Amen. Because this thing, this thing hates God. This flesh is against God. Amen. But I'll tell you what happens. You learn to make the right choices after a while. Man, you start learning to make the right choices. You get your head above water a little bit. Man, you get to see the goodness of God. You get to experience things with God. Why? Because you're walking in a measure of His victory that He's given you. And you're walking in His light that He's shown on your circumstance. I mean, here's Paul, man. He's writing this from a prison cell. Amen. What's he say about it? He said, man, he said, uh, one preaches Christ out of contention. The other preaches out of love. But either way, he said, I'm, I'm rejoicing. Why? Because Christ is preached. Yeah. Amen. And uh, so 
you grow to learn. Amen. Philippians 2, let this mind be in you, which also in Christ Jesus. Amen. Let me just turn there and I'll get it right. And verse 5. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought not robbery, but equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, took upon the form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself, and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Amen. What is it? Making the right choices. Take the low road. Amen. All too often we want the high road, you know. Take that, take that road of humility. Amen. And let God just work that humbleness and let, let God work on it. Amen. And see what kind of doors it might open for you. Amen. And then I notice this. Verse 12 through 18. They're going after the lost in every situation. But I would you should understand, brethren, the things which have happened unto me have fallen out rather under the furtherance of the gospel. There he is in prison. He's in bonds. And what happens? Verse uh, 13, so that my bonds in Christ are manifest in all the palace and in all other places. And many of the brethren in the Lord waxing confident by my bonds. I'm telling you, man, the things you go through. I mean, I just saw, I witnessed Brother Tom get encouraged tonight by some of the things he went through and his testimony. Amen. Somebody got a blessing because there he is still serving God. It ain't just for preachers to get excited about it. It ain't just for preachers to get rewarded right here for it. Amen. It's for all of us. I'm telling you, man, it's a blessing when I got to see some of your faces come through that door tonight. Amen. Amen. And the last one I saw was, was Brother Mike and Miss Ruth, man. I come in the door and there they are. Amen. Just encourage my heart. Amen. They're still at it. Amen. Still in church. Still in, in a good church. Amen. Not just in any old beat up church. Amen. They're in a good church where they're getting the King James Bible rightly divided and preaching and good singing. Amen. And God meets with them. Amen. What a blessing to see that. And you can see the you can see in their countenance. Yeah. Amen. The confirmation of the gospel. It'll show up right here. Amen. That one got kind of quiet. They'll hit a stump. What you got in here ought to show right there. Amen. Amen. The confirmation. Does it confirm it to anybody? And then you get into getting to see God do great and mighty things. Man, I'm telling you, the last six weeks, it's just been amazing. My wife went through the two cancer operations on her face. And uh, she came out of it. She's still as beautiful as she was before. Amen. She got through it. They said, we, did, we got it all, all's clear and all's well and amen. So praise the Lord, amen. amen. But you know what I noticed? Man, I've, more folks praying now than ever before, I think. I've got preacher friends now that call me and they want to know, man, they're praying. I mean, no, and they'll ask you, how's this one? How's that one? And they'll ask specifics. How you doing? How's your wife doing? How's that? How'd that battle with this go? How'd, amen. And I've got some fellows I'll call. How'd that battle with that go? And man, I get encouraged by what they're going through and their attitude. They ain't crying. You know, they ain't molly grubbing. Amen. They're excited about what God's doing. And man, to get to see God work. I mean, I've had some, anybody here save Catholic, come out of Catholic church? Yeah. I try. I remember you now. You ever see anything like this in the Catholic church? Never, never. Hey, man, my wife was in a Methodist church. Never saw anything like that in a Methodist church. 
Amen. But man, you get in a good church where God's moving and you get to see God move. You get to see God change lives. Amen. And you get to see God answer prayer. Man, what a thing. Talk about a confirmation, man. God, God keeps working in this thing about securing you and me. Just keeping, hey, man, look, this thing, everything's going to be all right. I got this. Man, the Lord looked, I got this. You just go along with me. Amen. Hand in hand, we walk each day. Amen. Get to see God. Call unto me and I will answer thee. Show thee great and mighty things. I mean, just this year, man, God's already done more than, than, than I could tell you about. From a new trailer with the other one literally falling apart. to I mean, one thing after another after another. It just seems God is still going. Amen. And God is blessing. And people getting saved. And the work going on. Amen. Then I called the preacher and he told me what's going on around here. Man, if I, if I could have run, I would have, but it would have been hard to run from my pickup truck. Amen. I'd have had to stop in the middle of the road and there wasn't no place to pull over. <laughs> Praise the Lord, man. Yeah. And it says this. Philippians 4.19. But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory. Amen. So, again, Bring that back to the confirmation of the gospel. Folks, see God doing for you, answering your prayers, providing for you, working in you. And man, I'll tell you what, it encourages them when they get down to pray. Amen. Yeah, Lord. I like to see you work. It says this, Webster defined it as this. That which confirms, that which gives new strength or assurance, additional evidence, proof, convincing testimony as this fact or argument of what was before alleged. So basically you say you're saved, are you? Are you saved? Is there something in you that confirms on a regular basis that you're saved? Man, there ought to be. Amen. There ought to be something not only confirms it to you, but confirms it to those that are around you. Man, that guy. I remember one time my, my, uh, I had a, y'all remember, some of y'all remember that old, that old Lincoln I had. That thing went through three transmissions in nine months. And I got tired of buying transmissions, so I bought another vehicle. I'm down there in Tennessee. Long story short, I called a fellow I knew, and he was down there, and he said, Brother, I'm 20 minutes from you. So I got off the highway, and he took me over to a, a Ford dealer of all places. And I thought, man, Lord, please don't make me buy another Ford. <laughs> I've had a number of problems with this Ford. And so, lo and behold, I wound up driving out of there in a GMC van. Y'all remember that big white, little white GMC van I had? And we drove that thing out of there. But said all that to say this. I'm talking about how it, the gospel, the confirmation of the gospel in you. As I walk in the place... Everybody in the place wasn't just born again. They was born again, blood-bought, Bible-believing Baptist. I mean, what a trip, man. The whole place. I mean, I walked in. The, the manager was, was uh, amen, a deacon. Amen. And, and then uh, the guy over here, his daddy was a, a missionary. Guy back here was an evangelist. And, guy, and then they had this gal did all the paperwork. And as she's doing my paperwork, the manager says, hey, he said, see that gal right there? And, man, he went off on her testimony. 
He said, man, she won't even talk to a guy if he ain't sold out to God. I said, well, amen. God bless her. Amen. And just on and on and on. I said all that to say this, man. The testimony, those guys encouraged each other. Amen. amen. As they serve daily in the place God put them. Amen. And what a blessing, man, to just be encouraged at what God's doing. Amen. You look around, man. Just take a look around. I mean, what's God been doing around here? Huh? God ain't been sleeping. He ain't been slumbering. I think I read that somewhere. Oh, yeah, it's in the book of Psalms. Amen. He that keepeth thee will neither slumber nor sleep. Amen. Hey, man, God's been at work doing some things. And not just doing some things around here, but he's been doing some things in your heart. Been doing some things, amen, ought to make you shout. Ought to get you excited, amen, to where, hey, man, this serving God thing is the best thing that ever come my way. Amen. The confirmation of the gospel. How many folks know you got it? Amen. Father, thank you for the privilege tonight. I don't take it lightly. And Lord, I just pray you'd speak the hearts with it. Thank you for being so good to us. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for God re reaffirming and confirming over and over again. Lord, that which you've done in us and what you're still doing. God, we sure don't deserve to have you work like that. But, whoa, what a joy it is. Thank you, Lord. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen.